1: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And this is Book Talk. <laughs>
0: um... Yeah, so this is our first episode of our new I guess segment called book talk, where we're just essentially going to talk about book related stuff. It's just not going to be as structured as our book club we're just kind of kind of pick a topic and run with it for the episode, at least until further notice. Also, I want to apologize um, for last episode. It was
1: <laughs> it was a cursed episode. The ending was not like, did you listen to the ending? No. Okay. It's just like static noise. Oh. Nice. Just for the last 40 seconds though. Perfect yeah um so for those of you who don't
0: follow us on instagram uh we did kind of explain that we have we were having a lot of technical difficulties we recorded the episode three times and then i had to edit it twice um i don't know why it was just a cursed episode so apologies um and for those of you who weren't able to decipher the static noise uh, we will be reviewing the seven husbands of evelyn hugo by taylor jenkins reed for the next episode i just wanted to say that up top because after editing the episode two times i just didn't want to have to edit it again i'm really (laughs) sorry guys
1: i know i I texted sarah being like you know the ending is like unlistenable and she's like should i edit it and i was like nah you're fine (laughs) (laughs) you worked
0: hard enough (laughs) I cannot believe how much went wrong with one episode. I just,
1: of course, it was the longest one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the thickest book that we have ever had to read. And I we have to record it three times. Um, Are you reading anything outside of the book club episodes? Or are you just sticking to...
1: Oh, like what am I reading right now? Mm-hmm. I just just started it though, so I don't really have much to give you. Fair enough. Um, it, my uh, Jared, my boyfriend's mom got me these books. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I was like, ah, I should probably read it. Uh, Realm Breaker. It's quote a true fantasy masterpiece by of course the author's name is covered by a sticker first name victoria is it really not gonna tell me oh wait aviard nice victoria aviard i just started it so i'm not really sure what it's about but fantasy nice all right yeah
0: um i'm actually reading the book i'm sure you guys have seen it all over book talk um it's called 101 essays that will change the way you think by oh yeah
1: brianna weist (laughs) weist i have also read that book i think it's in this room actually nice
0: yeah i've been like really taking my time with it and like um I usually just try to read like one essay every single day so that I can actually like sit with it and like think about it. I really like it cause it's kind of like self-helpy without being too like preachy, if that makes any sense. And it just like, it like puts a lot of things into perspective um, for just
1: like everyday life and yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm like a very anti self-help book I don't really like them. They seem a little bit, like, whenever I read any parts of them, they seem a bit culty to me. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but that's the vibe I get. This is the one, like, the one kind of self-help-ish book that I've read that I wasn't, like, grossed out by. Like, it's, like, actually. It's, like, informative. Yeah, it makes you, what's the word? It's, like, introspective for you, like, look inside yourself and, like, think about it. Mm -hmm. It is, yeah. I thought it was fairly good,
0: but yeah, I like it. And I like that. It's like the way the essays are always structured. Is it, they're kind of almost like lists more than like essays. And if it's like something like, Oh, like emotionally intelligent people do this with every essay, I can be like, okay, I'm doing like some of these things already. And these are the things I need to work on. So it's not just like all you're you're wrong you're doing things wrong it's like there are some things that i'm like oh i'm already doing that and then i can feel good about myself and like want to work on those other things that i'm not necessarily doing yeah i highly recommend this book
1: okay so for our first ever book talk we are talking about Akhtar fan theories and predictions and you know what I'm just going to start this off. The funniest thing, if you Google "Avatar fan theories, one of the first things that pops up is what does Asriel smell like? (laughs) I was like, why? Why is that something that like so many people Google that that's the first thing that comes up? (laughs) Because he's so beautiful that we just want to know.
0: Fair enough. I didn't really do a lot of googling for this episode because I already kind of like I, there's a couple of fan theories that I already know just from like TikTok. Um but I'm excited cuz I you said that you went on like a deep dive, so I'm very excited for like things that
1: maybe you have
0: that I don't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Reddit is a wormhole.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's a reason I don't have a Reddit account because I know that I will just like never get anything done. My
1: side note, my favorite, I can never find it again. If someone happens to know, please tell me what this is. It was a Reddit, like a subreddit um, of advertisements, like commercials, screenshots of them in black and white with random text over top like describing what's happening in the scene but it's like clearly incorrect and it was the funniest subreddit ever like I don't know it could be like a Kellogg's commercial of like eating cereal and be like I honestly can't even make one up but they're so funny all right good to know do you have like a favorite fan theory it's not like a, I don't, I don't even know if it's like my favorite, but it's the most realistic one, I think, is Elaine perhaps ending up with Tamlin. At surface level, I was like, how dare you suggest that? <laughs> and then you think about it and you're like, oh no. It really makes a lot of sense.
0: And like, the other thing that kind of ties into that fan theory for me is like, um, a lot of people think that Elaine is going to become evil someday. So what if like Elaine and Tamlin are mates and then they both become like evil, which would kind of make sense. Like, that's just kind of my for like Ooh. taking two fan theories and like meshing them together. Um.
1: I I, I've actually never heard of the evil one but that honestly works for me Mm -hmm.
0: I mean I think a lot of people just think that Elaine is like super boring so they just want her to like become evil so that she can have like a personality I guess but like I don't know I mean I don't hate Elaine's personality but like I think if she and Tamlin were mates that would be like a really cool arc if they both just like
1: yeah Yeah, because like it makes sense at, like, every every point of the book, like, from Elaine's descriptions, Tamlin's, like, court, obviously, full of flowers and things, mm-hmm. to the part where they all find out that, like, Lucien's, like, oh, yeah, I'm her mate. Every part of it makes sense with Elaine being Tamlin's mate instead. And that's what throws me off. Because some fan theories you can, like, easily be like, ah, doesn't quite work, even though you want it to. Mm-hmm. This one, I can't see a flaw in it.
0: I know especially if it was like the cauldron got confused or maybe the cauldron just wanted to stir the pot pun intended um (laughs) maybe it
1: wanted to stir the cauldron (laughs) I
0: hated that um yeah no and like Elaine is literally like Tamlin's ideal person like she's a court woman like through and through she would fucking thrive in the spring court beyond just the fact that there's like a lot of flowers like just the way that he runs his court like she was made for that whereas like pharaoh was definitely made to be in the night court like and like you know it just like it just it makes so much sense
1: What what is your favorite fan theory? Honestly, it's it's that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I is also... that shocking that we have one brain. No,
0: because <laughs> I also feel like I wouldn't be mad if Tamlin like became evil. Because I think we talked about it before, where like we kind of didn't like when he was in that like middle ground where he was like being really really mopey, and then he kind of had a little bit of a redemption arc where he like. Saved Feyre, Azriel, and Elaine at like Highburn's camp that one time, but it just like it wasn't like a full redemption arc. I feel like it was just like a moment, if that makes any sense, where he just like decided not to be shitty. Mm. And he yeah. also like he saved Elaine. So did Azriel. I don't know. I don't. What are your opinions on like as you're... I guess like if you. Mm. I don't know how to word this. So for those of you out there who haven't read the like bonus chapter, I think it was supposed to be from A Court of Silver Flames. Read that. Like just pause the episode, read that, come back. It'll take you like five minutes. It's on Tumblr. <laughs> just Google A Court of Silver Flames bonus chapter. It'll be the first link. Just yeah, because we're gonna talk about it. Um, but like. The whole like Lucian, Azriel, Elaine, and Gwen
1: thing. I, I want Gwen and Az to be together. Me too. I think that one just like works. I think it's cute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like now I'm like too invested in like <laughs> Elaine's evil transformation. <laughs> I'm, like. We can't loop As into that. Exactly. I don't
0: know. And I feel like I like the idea of Elaine being Tamlin's mate more than I like her being Lucian's mate. But I also desperately need Lucian to
1: be happier than he has been for the entire series. Yeah. So, like, it has to come in order as and Gwen become happy together. (laughs) And then Elaine. It's not the other way around.
0: You know, Azriel, out of every single character in this fucking series, deserves to be happy the most, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I want him to find happiness. Oh, I want um, Emery and more, maybe, to be a thing. That's something that I can see.
1: I had not thought of
0: that. Asher sure did. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like I can, I feel like in my mind, I can picture like possibilities for everyone to like be in a relationship, except for Lucian, except maybe Vasa, like the queen. I can see that being a thing, but I don't know if that's I, like, it, we just don't really know much of Lucian's story at this point. So, like, I don't know. Yeah it's just i know he feels the bond with elaine so it's like i don't know i don't know what i want for him but i do know that i want it to be happiness <laughs> yeah whatever it is happiness <laughs> <laughs> i don't care who like at this point i don't even like if elaine doesn't end up being evil and she accepts the bond with lucian great that's fine. This is not my like perfect character arc, but as long as Lucien
1: is happy. Fair enough. Also, speaking of um, characters, I don't know if this is true, if it's already happened or if it is like a theory, but the crossover between Akatar and like Crescent City, like the two series, is that real?
0: I think it's going to be a crossover between
1: all of the series like I think I even, how the safe. thing is that coming out because I gotta read really fast
0: <laughs> well because like here's the thing I know for sure well I mean I'm gonna be honest because I haven't read all of the Sarah J Mass books um like we have plans um just to I guess for the listeners to know, we do have plans to read the throne of Gra- grass, the throne of glass series, um, pretty soon for the podcast, uh, as well as some other books. Um, but we're not going to start Crescent city until after throne of glass. And I'm, I've, I can't, I, <laughs> I've seen on the internet, like some people like creating this fan theory but I never watch it because I don't want it to spoil Crescent City or Throne of Glass for me. Like I don't I don't want to know until I'm done all of her books.
1: Yeah. Um if there is a crossover, I'm not like I'm only one book in to one of the other series and obviously haven't started the other one either. I don't know how how she would do it without making it messy. True? Like like I'm not saying I don't want it. I will be thoroughly impressed if it works, but just like based on my understanding like right now of the first book of the what series? Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass series and all of akatar there's so many characters in all the books like how are they all gonna just go maybe she's gonna pull a game of thrones and just start fucking killing people (laughs) honestly i'm not saying i want it it however would make it interesting it's true it would rip my heart out but
0: I don't know. There is a fan theory. I don't love it, but uh, a fan theory that Cassian is going to die. Because of that one part. I think it was in A Court of Wings and Ruin where like he he was like fucked up after battle and he was like, oh, it's going to take a little bit more than that to kill me. And Elaine just says, no, it won't. Like just really bluntly. Oh no! And I'm like, Elaine. <laughs> it wouldn't be like as cryptic if she wasn't a seer. Well, now
1: I'm afraid. um
0: I'm just gonna stop reading the books. I'm just gonna
1: live in this happy place forever. However, despite me hating obviously that scene where Reese died, it, like it was good. It's true. Like that book was so good.
0: Yeah, and it's like, I um, it's just it's bound to happen. You know what I mean? Like, there's absolutely no way. There is no, like,
1: worth like good fantasy book that doesn't have character death. Like, there yeah, no. it's someone. There's too many good characters. Someone has to die.
0: Yeah. Like, I know we talk a lot about how we actually, we want everyone to be happy <laughs> and just, like, everyone to find their mate, everyone to be in love. I want, like, in my heart, I want everyone to kind of have the same storyline that Farah and Reese had, where, like, they had their hardships, they got through it together, and now they're just happy and they're chilling and they have a baby. Moving on to the next couple, <laughs> like, that's what I want, <laughs> But also, I know that that's not going to happen. Yeah, no. But also, in um, the Akatar series, it does say that like there are like theories. Like I think Reese was talking about theories of like multiple dimensions living on top of one another. So like I think Sarah J. Mass has been like planning this for a while.
1: Yeah. It. Oh God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's gonna be one of those things where we're like so surprised and then we're gonna reread the series and be like okay <laughs> it was very clear
0: that's the uh the main trope of the podcast we talk about tropes in books the trope of the podcast is us just not understanding the books we read
1: <laughs> um. not even reading parts of the book <laughs> It's completely missing parts. The thing with uh Reese's claws or like hooves or whatever talons. (laughs) Talons. Talons. (laughs) That is so much worse
0: than talons. I don't like the idea of talons, but I prefer talons to hooves.
1: Yeah, I started to make him into Mr. (laughs) Tumness. Love (laughs) Tumness. Fan theory. We are in Narnia.
0: Um, what do you think? I mean, I I don't really have many more like fan theories that I want to talk about, but I kind of do want to talk about like predictions for like, okay, yeah, go what's for gonna it. Happen? I mean, it's it's gonna happen. But Reese becoming High King, High King.
1: <laughs> there's gonna be a wild. There's gonna be a wild battle. Mm-hmm. I think that was like foreshadowed clear enough. Like how messy it's going to be if someone becomes hiking. I think Mm -hmm. that's where Cassian might die. (laughs) Don't manifest this, Katrina. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah. I feel like that might be
0: where Tamlin becomes evil slash
1: maybe Elaine. Ooh, maybe maybe they don't see like the greater good aspect of like why they're becoming high king Mm -hmm. and elaine disagrees tamlin also disagrees and she moves with him so it's not like technically evil they just don't see the good you know if elaine and tamlin
0: end up together before lucian is happy i'm gonna be pissed (laughs) because lucian's
1: gonna be real hurt (laughs) and that is not okay he's is very much like a, I know this is like a hot take for you, he's very much like a side character for me. (laughs) Like, honestly, uh, he could be happy, he could die, don't really care.
0: Well, I love him, so, moving on. Um, But no, and then, like, obviously we talk about Eris taking some sort of high lord throne and like ending up good like that's very much that is some foreshadowing that we did pick up
1: on (laughs) he he definitely takes over from baron
0: yeah and
1: and i think i think eris
0: would be on reese's side like i think eris would support him especially because of reese's help like with eris taking over the autumn court i think helion would be on Reese's side like I think he would understand the greater good I also don't really think Helion like cares about a lot of (laughs) his like high lord responsibilities like yeah he's very much like I'm just here to fuck like he's a fuck boy he's a fuck boy high lord um don't know much about I don't know I think maybe Summer Court would be on like i feel like almost every court would be on reese's side except for maybe the spring court yeah because i feel like there's some courts that are like neutral i don't
1: really know the politics of (laughs) this i I need i need like a political layout (laughs) for the (laughs) end
0: Are we talking democracy at any point? (laughs) Like, like, what is the system? (laughs) But yeah, I think it's like, it's gonna happen where Reese becomes High King. And I'm excited about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be a wild book. I feel like that's the only like, clear path that I see for this book like that's the only one that's like truly foreshadowed Mm -hmm. (laughs) at least the only one I picked up on
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I think the next book I mean it's definitely going to come from like Azriel's perspective or maybe Elaine's because like I mean I don't picture asriel and elaine necessarily like ending up together any anymore i think for a while there i I was able to kind of picture it until i like read that bonus chapter um but like originally i thought it was going to be kind of like cassie and a but it was going to be asriel and elaine but yeah. now i'm not really sure if i can see that being a thing like i think it's either asriel or elaine
1: i think it's going to be ha- have to be as because mm-hmm. like If if Sarah J Mass comes out with a book from (laughs) Elaine's perspective, I think people are going to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, because not everyone likes Elaine. I don't really,
0: I don't know, I don't have a strong opinion of her per se, but maybe that's also a good reason why she shouldn't have her own book.
1: Yeah, it's not that I dislike her, I just like am indifferent, and I don't really think that's a good main character quality. Like, you want to either hate them or love them.
0: Yeah. Could you imagine if the next book is another novella?
1: <laughs> I mean, like, I'm still going to read it, but. <laughs> we read it not knowing. or curious again. I'll be sure to read every book she comes out with twice now. A hundred percent. Because I apparently need to.
0: I feel like, um, this is kind of a side note. I feel like that's why I like the Throne of Glass series, because it is so much more simple because it's like, it's not for like as old of an audience it's just like a little more direct
1: which i like <laughs> <laughs> at least from what i understand it seems direct True. i'm to not be confident
0: though <laughs> to be fair i also kind of thought
1: that Akatar was direct until i reread the series so you <laughs> know like damn <laughs> foreshadowing isn't that like the main thing we learn in English class yeah foreshadowing did I learn what it was apparently not <laughs>
0: Um. oh this is like a weird high king theory but they mention and I feel like maybe I'm just reading into things too much because of how much I missed in like previous books but um the first high king I can't pronounce his name Fion or whatever was betrayed by his high queen imagine if Feyre betrays Reese at some point I will lose my fucking mind <laughs> that would be wild <laughs> absolutely not Sarah J. Mass, if you're thinking about it, please don't.
1: (laughs) Or hear me out. Because Reese is so against being high king, maybe someone else is high king first. Reese backs them high queen. What's the word? I don't know. We know the word you said. (laughs) Betrays. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean you don't know? You just said it betrays whoever high king is and then reese takes over but like reluctantly you know oh because if uh favor
0: betrays reese <laughs> yeah we're just like trying to create some really convoluted reason for Fayra not to betray reese yeah no um but yeah, those are like my favorites. Those are my kind of, I guess, predictions. That's that's what I have at the very least.
1: Yeah, I don't think I have anything else either. Cool.
0: Um, so yeah, that's that, I guess. I don't know what we're going to talk about for the next book talk. So like, I feel like we should just wing it pretty much <laughs>
1: Just cross record and start talking. Yeah. I feel like these are gonna be worse for you to record. They're just gonna be actually like us with no direction. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Um if you want to follow us on social media, it's at bookbevies for Instagram and Twitter and bookbevies at gmail.com for longer email inquiries nice
0: um yeah tweet us whatever your favorite fan theory is if there's one that like we missed because we want to i want to hear all the fan theories personally um and yeah thank you guys for listening to our first episode of book talk hopefully it wasn't too uncomfortable for you to listen to
1: (laughs) 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 amazing Nailed it. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we
1: still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.